Hey guys, welcome back to Call Her Daddy Fan Club. This is episode 22, Condom Poker. I have a special guest, um, an old friend of mine. We used to do a podcast together on YouTube years ago. And it wasn't even my podcast. It was um, like a podcast kind of group that we were involved in. We did a couple episodes together, just fun. I don't know if you want to say your name or not. It doesn't matter. Thanks for having me. Yes. Yeah. Um, my name is Ryan, and I'm so happy to see my old friend here. And I'm learning about the podcast, and I'm going to comment on what I can here. <laughs> so this episode is just an experimental episode. Um, they talk about it's the day before Valentine's Day in New York City about four years ago. So this is the past that we're covering, okay? They say, ladies, shave your cooters, guys, trim your pubes, okay? Get ready for the day, the big day. Um, they kind of go into manipulative ways to, to text someone. Double tap and red receipts, okay? So... They're saying you will get a guaranteed double text if they text you, you don't text them back, but then you reply to their text with an exclamation point or a ha-ha, then that will make them text you back. Interesting. With double text. This is just a call her daddy way. This isn't my way. Right. I don't feel like it's the most spiritual way, and I'm kind of transitioning this podcast to be a little bit more spiritual and healthier. So... I think that the best way is just to be present and if someone's playing a game with you, just honestly move on. Yeah. What's an example of a game if you could give us a... So if someone's playing like a a dating game or like a game that's manipulative, um, kind of just saying things to to make you feel insecure Mm. or you saying things for them to be insecure. Right. Or to make them question you or question what you're doing or like what they're doing. Right. From my experience, I don't, I haven't gotten into that. Like, what is it like gaslighting? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not more that. If anything, it's I'm overly complimentary. Like, yeah. with just that's good. A flood of compliments, and then that's seeing beautiful. what I can get back from that. Um, that's beautiful. Because I do have issues with uh, you know the sex and love uh, addiction. Like, I haven't officially said it, but it's it's always like part of the thing. Like, I'm in. Uh, AA. So have you heard it? What is the other one? The what is that other? S L A A. Sex and love. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yes, I was joined that group myself, but I didn't. They're all kind of tied in. Yeah. So, anyways, if you wanna, I mean, we can talk more about it. That's awesome. Sure. I Um, was gonna join one of those groups, but I didn't because I didn't find the right time to go because I do have that issue myself. Yeah. Like addiction to sex and love, and like those. See, like call her daddy. I love this show, um, but it is pretty manipulative in terms of ways to have, like, a toxic relationship, and I'm, like, I still love covering this podcast, and I'm still going to, and I'm going to take, like, the sex advice, because there's great sex advice in here, um, but just transition it to more holistically, um, but, to, so have you gone to one of those meetings, the Saul meetings? I have not yet, but... Since since I stopped drinking, it gets it like magnifies your other addictions. Yeah. So, um, that's where I will kind of fill that in. And like I said, I work from well. I told you off air. Yeah. I work from home now. I work uh, five days a week from my job, and I don't really get too much human interaction. So that's where I kind of like double down on the texting and the sexting and the. Mm-hmm. looking for attention which is you know it's pretty honestly it's natural like especially in our time like age that we're in right now you know it's we need contact as human beings you know as babies 
we need to be held. It, we have to be held. Like a baby could die without being touched or held. Like a baby would survive most likely, but some could develop like a failure to thrive if they just didn't have those, you know, appropriate parenting skills that are natural that some a lot of parents don't do actually. Um, but, you know, as adults, we transition to a time where where we have less contact with each other. That's why when I'm a nurse, when I work as a nurse, I am very affectionate with my patients. I treat them as my children. I don't have children, but I see them as my children and I hold people, I hold their hands, I hold them, like I hug them and I hold them as if they're a baby and I care for them and I do it in a very loving way because people need that. And even when I work as a dancer, because I also, I've told you, I also am a dancer, entertainer, stripper, AKA whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. Um, and the clients that I have that most of the clients I do touch, I don't allow anyone to touch me unless they pay me over a thousand dollars. But the clients that pay under that, I do touch them. I always touch them on their neck, their collarbone and their lower back, mm-hmm. and their head, because you know, it's a even boundaries. Though, yeah. What do you mean boundaries? Like those are your boundaries. Yeah. For for people touching me, yes. Yes. But for me touching them, I always ask them before too. Is it okay if I touch them? And mm-hmm. they give me I've never had a no. Right. So <laughs> but Shocker. it is Yeah, and it's <laughs> I may I make deep eye contact with people you and do. I, yeah, and I just It's very, very intense. <laughs> I'm experiencing it right now, people. <laughs> In person. Now I'm lightening up now that I'm on the air with her, but um one-on-one without this it's a little intense but i like it with me yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's how i like to be i like to be deep and intense and i like to be you know have it as a healing experience yeah and and i'm a little bit shy and introverted so i haven't seen you in a while so when i uh get used to hanging out with you like i said i don't even barely see people anymore during the day because of my working situation which is the complete opposite of yours like Mm -hmm. you get people I don't see them. I just see them virtually. Yeah. And that ties into like the texting thing we're talking about. The looking for love and searching for it in any way you can get it. I hope that you actually start making choices to be active and Mm -hmm. like getting out. Like, cause. Well, I'm not on any dating profiles at all. That's good. But is that, I don't, but shouldn't I be eventually? Well, here's when you're in AA, they say you're, you shouldn't date anyone for a year. Yeah, like true. You should spend the entire, at least a year on yourself completely. How long have you been in AA? I've been in it for about two years, but I've relapsed a few times. and uh, So you have just start over again? You can. You can kind of, like the rules with AA is like you can kind of do your own thing. Like they, they, they don't say God's, they say God, but it's somewhere like about your higher power. Mm-hmm. So like what drives you. And um so relapse is part of my story. Um, I could, but right now I'm at a point where I don't feel like uh, having alcohol in my body, which is good. Good, yeah, that's good. I um, got COVID last year, mm-hmm. and after I got COVID, I lost completely all desire to drink at all. Mm-hmm. And I never even really had that bad of a problem before, but I would was like a very self soothing very toxic way to handle my emotions and my loneliness Mm -hmm. and on the weekends I would you know just drink and just get so drunk to the point like I wasn't even functioning by Sunday or Saturday you know Mm -hmm. and I would do it before holidays and I would always pass out at my mom's house and I would just be asleep the whole holiday so Mm -hmm. super embarrassing but now 
I still kind of do that, but it's because I'm flying from like a different side of the world to go home. Sure. <laughs> Tired from the flight, but um, so I I live sober and I've been living sober for the past year, but I have drank, but in moderation. Like mm-hmm. I will drink occasionally if it's like in the mood. Last time I drank a glass of wine, I went to my favorite bar because there was uh, an artist performing and mm-hmm. it was a very low key, very intimate, very beautiful setting. I just had a glass of wine. I had a driver that took me home mm-hmm. um, that drove me in my car. It was my friend. And it was just, it was very nice. And I didn't feel the need to continue. I, I, I barely could even and finish a whole glass. that is the whole thing. So like one of the sayings is, um, what is it? One is too many and a thousand is never enough. Yeah. So when I have one drink, that's too many. I'm screwed. If I have a sip of one drink. And then but when I take that sip, a thousand will never be enough. A million will never be enough. I, I'll just want to continue and continue mm-hmm. and continue. And I, I truly, that is me. So yeah. that's how I know I am. Um, that's not you, though. That's a, a mechanism. Disease, yeah. Yeah, it's a mechanism that you've learned. And, you know, we're in these, we're in a time where we've always had society in place for a long time. And that his, society has been created for our survival. Mm-hmm. And it was created to protect everyone, to protect everyone from death. Death is a natural thing, though. That's what a lot of people don't realize, especially nowadays. But now we don't need society to survive. We have technology. We have medicine. We have all of these resources to live ahead. Amazon delivered yeah. to us. We have everything that we need that we want at our fingertips. And this is a time where we're experiencing so much pain because we're not sure how to deal with survival. We don't need to survive anymore. We're in a time where we're safe mm-hmm. and people are just having existential crises, crisis, crises because of that. And that's why people are diving so deep into alcohol and drugs. Mm-hmm. It, there's a deeper reason than that um, in my beliefs, but you know, it's like you're more than that. Yeah. Just because you have that issue and that addiction, it's like you're more than that. There's more to you. Mm-hmm. You and like everyone who experiences that in general. You know, it's like once you feel your worthiness and you feel how worthy you are and just mm-hmm. how good your life is and you just see how much gratitude you really have, like for the things that you truly have. Um, right. Your life perspective can change for sure. Yeah, it's tied to like the behavior it's tied to and everything like the sneaking the lying the manipulating stuff that we started talking about in the very beginning the manipulative kind of texting in person yeah not yeah. not in this yeah. not in this podcast but 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 while we're talking about this subject to kind of jump to something else i i had problems with intimacy in my relationship because I wish I could have my last partner. I didn't have like a texty, like fun, flirty relationship with yeah. her. And that was kind of like by default, like what always did it for me. Yeah. And so, so the fact that we lived together and we actually had to have a physical, like real relationship, that was confusing to me because I would always so used to like charming someone via text and everything. And so, yeah, like to not have a... So like you're used a spicy to like, relationship with your person that you so live you were with. used to a virtual yeah. intimacy yes so you're tra- are you do you want this isn't just for you this is for so many people because we're in the technological time where that is how intimacy is expressed mm-hmm. but it's like you can have that and that's sweet too but it's like how can you incorporate that into real life as well right besides 
just text. Like, have that fun in text, too, but also in person. Right. Okay, on a lighter note, moving on. Moving on. If a girl sent you a nude and you just double-tapped, like, a like or a heart, do you think that's worthy of being blocked? Worthy of being blocked? Yeah, if you she sends you a nude. Yeah, she sends no. you a nude and you're just like, okay, heart. You just Maybe heard not it. The... And you don't say anything after that. You just heard it. Like, the first one? <laughs> yeah. Because, like... After a while, if you get, like, a bunch of them, you could heart them at that point. But the well, first after, one... Yeah, after, if it's, like, the first no, or second one... No, you should one, say something at the first okay, one, of course. Yeah. So, Caller Day, they cover... Um, so, what, okay, I'm going to just step back a little bit. When I review these episodes, I put them on, like, 5x speed. So, I'm, like, kidding them. Like, the words... Okay. I listen to, like, an hour episode within 15 or 20 minutes. So, so I'm just, like... <laughs> so, all right, what else did they cover... They covered double tapping nudes. If a guy double taps a nude that you send to them, block mm-hmm. them, they say. Oh. I kind of agree with that because if it's like the first or second nude that you send to them and they're just not excited about it, but it is like a nude that you, you know, you guys are in a relationship and you guys send each other nudes all the time and you just heart it, that's like, okay. Can I be honest with you? Sure. There is a thing to, to like when you shouldn't be getting it versus like when someone just sends it to you and you don't ask for it like it's almost uh, how could i explain it it's like invasive no it's like when they start sending like two it's like for example like i've had a girl who like i don't i won't say her name or anything but i've known her for a long time I mean, it doesn't matter always always wanted to get no with one will her, know who she is but the fact <laughs> Always wanted to get with her all these, like, 20, you did, 20, she... 20 years now. I think both of us mutually. Yeah. But we can't now because of certain things. But, like, the what fact... What are those certain things? She's married. Okay. Oh. But the fact that I've never seen a nude from her, like, drives me crazy. Like, it makes me... It's you almost like... You want to see a nude from it's, her. You become obsessed with... Because, like, you can't have it. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So you want a nude from her. I don't really, but in my head, like, I, I want to know what she looks like, but... What if she sent you a nude? I would be shocked because she hasn't in 20 years. <laughs> so she sent you a nude 20 years ago? No, nothing ever. Okay, ever. But we've been, like, friends, and that's what makes me, like... It, it's like an obsession with a guy that's, like, since she's held it back for all this time so, so long. Were you guys ever intimate in yes, a way? Yes, there was a chance, yes. Okay, that's there was why, a time. Yes. You gotta move on from that. That's a pass. There's, I'm pretty sure. No, she's no, hot. but I'm saying, but with with the nude thing, like if someone like with holds it, it back for a long, it time, makes it so much more hotter. enjoyable. Yes, nice. Like okay. thinking about it. So, guy, this is for the girls' gays and theys. Okay, just hold back on the nudes at first. You know, I immediately sent nudes, but this is something that I didn't start doing until. I left my 10-year relationship. I was approved before, and then I became a slut, and I loved it. And I still am a slut, but I am a slut that's healthy and not toxic anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, yeah. I don't send nudes immediately anymore, but I used to because I enjoyed it. But now I, I see the power of withholding fucking. Right. And <laughs> for, for a guy, and I don't know if you want to talk about guys sending theirs, but, like, yeah, we don't, like... You guys think about poses and everything. Like, there's not really much to go with here. Like, I mean, you can, but, like, I'm not... I can't honestly take myself seriously and, like, pose and send it. it, No. (laughs) Like, I... I, If I'm not asked for it, I don't try to push it. And you you could... Like, there was a time where I wanted to send it all the time. Like, just to get, like, you know, 
there's like a whole business about this. People like rate people's, uh, you know. Rate people. Yeah. yeah, rate them and all that. And so, yeah, there was a time where I was like always wanting to send it. But <laughs> s- since I had been, like I said to you earlier, like, oh, I just flicked this tea thing. Oh, you're good. <laughs> um, um, uh, like I said to you earlier, um, I've done so much of it that it's not that, uh, like, it's almost like so common to me, like sexting and all that. Like, I, like I, I, like, I feel like everybody just goes right to it immediately, you know? So. With sexting? Yeah. I, I don't, for me, it's not like that. Right. I don't really have a lot of. Let me, you want me to tell one more story and then I'll let you talk. So my AA thing, Uh you meet, you're not supposed to, like they say it at the beginnings of meetings, like don't make this a dating thing. However, because we're all withdrawing and not alcohol, everybody's like. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yes. Everyone wants to fuck. And it's men and women in the meeting, and people trade numbers, and you're not supposed to do it, but it's happened. And, like, that, I'll get, that will, that will happen in the program to me sometimes, and I feel so guilty about it. Like, I'll know. But you feel so bad. Good. It's like a good bad But it's like, you, you literally just. It's like a naughty. But you, you know you're both using each other, and it's like, ugh. But it's a naughty feeling, am I? It is. But then as soon as, but you know this too, like, and I don't know if it's the same with women, but. Like, a lot of times, if there's no real feeling there, as soon as the guy, like, comes and they, like, don't feel it, it's, like, they kind of, like, you know, shy away yeah, afterwards. Like, instead of being yeah. the connect. Like, Have you fucked someone in AA? Yes. <laughs> How many? One. Okay. Yeah. How would you rate that sex? But, like... AA sex. But, like, as far as, like... Naughty AA sex. Uh, I liked it because it was, uh, I needed it. Like she understood, she understood. She needed it too. Yes. Yeah. Well, like there's a mutual understanding of what we're here for. Like it was like that one was actually one where I did like hold her afterwards. It was a compassionate. It was a compassionate one. Yes. It wasn't beautiful. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but I think it was more of a thing of, uh. convenience for her too like she kind of was more into it than me and kind of got me to come so like along with this idea so okay anyways go ahead condom use okay Mm -hmm. i guess older men nowadays just don't even use it and her daddy knows this because they didn't say why but i'm assuming it's because they're fucking older guys too Hmm. (laughs) and so what is their take on it that they're just like whoa 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 like where's the condom right and they say if they bring out a condom or you bring out a condom, it's okay to just not use a condom. Hmm. But I I don't agree with that. I think that condoms so are important, if, especially if you don't really know the person. My practice is I get tested before and after each partner, and I always use condoms. Yeah. Not all yeah. the time, though. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> if we're practicing monogamy and we both got tested beforehand, I'm down. Condoms are so confusing. I mean, to be honest, as a guy, like it's the whole thing is kind of a little... It's ridiculous. Like, you carry this little thing in your wallet. Like, yeah. like what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Well, it's not a confusing thing. It's just something to protect you well, from like pregnancy if, and STDs. So, like, if you're in your home, that's fine. Yeah. You have it in your little drawer. But when you're a guy and you're, like, going out and you have to, like, think about this, you're like, do I bring it with me? Is she going to have one? Like, yeah. what's the etiquette? What's your take on a girl having like, one? Like, I feel... 
I feel better when she has one because I don't want to p- carry one in my yeah, wallet okay. or like put it in the so you don't think, in my pocket. You don't think she's being a slut because she has a condom? No, I think that's just safe to have. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm 100% condom use. No, that's unless, completely safe. Unless you get tested prior before and you stay monogamous. Mm. I think that's okay because I've done that with several people mm. and I've been fine. Right. On your end. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've been fine on my end. I haven't right. got pregnant. I haven't got an STD. Right. I did get an STD one time, though, but it was because the guy I was seeing was fucking around. Right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, but that is so, not so that often. Con, it just, as a guy, like, it just, you, like, hide them in your sock drawer. It's just the whole thing. It's just funny. Just mm-hmm. the whole thing about... As an adult, but you I, do I, that? No, I'm just saying... Um, I guess that's why people are kind of like off them right now or whatever you're saying. Like the older gentlemen. Older gentlemen, yeah. Maybe because yeah. they're so old. They're like, I'm about to die. I don't fucking... I don't care anymore. They're like, I'm probably. so old. I'm 40. I'm so fucking old. It's I like, would that's say not, probably that's a that's good reason. That's not that old. And it's like, you know, I'm in my 30s now and I'm honestly... I don't want to use condoms anymore either. But I'm not in a relationship. And if it's someone that I'm seeing and that I'm willing to have sex with... They better get tested beforehand because right. I know my status and I know my health status right now. Right. And yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I think that it's a good idea to have, it's great when the woman has it. Yes. Yeah. So it's like you either get pregnant and or an STD the same night if you don't use a condom. Just know that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's not always the case. Right. That's just not always the case, but that is a huge potential. Especially when you're risking sleeping with someone that you don't know. It may seem like a hot night or whatever, but it can be amazing or it can end up with several things, mm-hmm. which are an STD and then pregnancy. And you could be pregnant with twins or triplets. Like, who knows what kind of powerful <laughs> semen they have? How many eggs you dropped? You don't fucking know. I don't know that one. <laughs> it's important to get tested regularly, which I do. Oh, and speaking of. Yeah, what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't have any results for you. Um, I had the last test that I had. Well, I got tested in Jan- in um, uh, October. And then I got tested in December. And then I got tested again in... No, I got tested, yeah, in January because I had a new partner. Mm. And he got tested. We got tested together, which was nice. And that was nice. the last I slept with. And I got tested last month through and through. I'm totally clean, which I'm... So happy about. No I, surprise because I <laughs> no, I haven't been with that many people. Aww. But it's like, you know, I've had some fun. I'm good. Everybody deserves some fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Grinder app, though. I know you're straight, right? Yes. I'm straight too. But the Grinder app, according to Call Her Daddy and my some of my gay friends, tell me that they do have an option to put your last STD status and if you're HIV positive or not. So I think that's, that's pretty helpful. Yeah, that is for sure. Definitely. And you don't want to get surprised with that. If, uh, yeah. Yeah. And if, if you do get an SCD and you're afraid to tell that person that gave it to you, there's a website that you can look up on Google. I don't know what it is. And I didn't feel the need to search it. So just search, probably search on Google, text the person that gave you an STD and it will pop up and it will, you put in their number and it will send a text to them to, for them to alert them to get tested. Very nice. It'd be easier for, to, to make that conversation a little bit smoother. Okay. Uh, but if you get an STD, just focus on yourself, get treated and block that person. I think the most, <laughs> the most awkward thing 
According to Call Her Daddy, excuse me. And I don't know, uh, it's been a while, so I don't know if we want to get into it, but like HPV? Like, yeah. Like you could give that to someone and not know it and all that. That that always was confusing to me, like how that worked. Like Seven like, out of ten people. All right. Seven out of ten women have it. HPV is very common. But it's not activated until a so, man. No. Um, uh, yeah. So it is... It dormant has latent periods. Yeah, it yes. has latent periods. It's, it can be dormant. You can... So there's HPV that can be infectious uh, in a way that develops some kind of cancerous cells in your cervix. Right. And cervix, cerv, cervical cancer is... The only cause of it is HPV, human papillomavirus. Right. And you can get genital warts from it too, men and women, which is very rare, but it does happen. And um, your body can clean itself from it or cure itself from it. Or, um, yeah, it's not a but big But does deal. the guy have it? And Men hold it in their scrotum. Right. I was vaccinated when I was 17 or 18. Right. And I've still tested negative for it to this day, thank God. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I do have a really dear friend that I grew up with who unfortunately got it. She did not have any symptoms. She did not have any warts. She did not have any other changes within her vaginal region or her body because of it. But she felt so horrible because of the stereotypical things surrounding STDs. Mm-hmm. Um, and she went to her gynecologist, got tested, got a pap smear, got checked again. And her gynecologist sent her a letter saying that she was cured of HPV, okay. which was a super nice... And how many years after that was it? Or I think maybe seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but you know, there's nothing wrong with anyone that has an STD that's active because most STDs are curable, but some aren't. And diseases honestly are a natural aspect of being human. And that's how we've evolved as human beings because of germs and germs are okay. There's nothing wrong with germs. You know, our immune systems have been weakened because of like our constant cleaning our constant disinfecting. You know, we have so much medicine now that is treating us and curing us of all like this bullshit or whatever um but like there's nothing wrong with you if you have hpv there's nothing wrong with you if you have hiv there's nothing wrong with you have hepatitis or um hsv well (laughs) gonorrhea well i mean (laughs) i'm just kidding you can get treated for gonorrhea but those are the ones that you would be stuck with forever unfortunately but there, that's okay. You just have to communicate with your partner. There are a lot of people who have it. So maybe you can have a partner that has it as well. They say not to because it can cause the, the virus to evolve and to become like a super virus. So just be careful. But, you know, you're human. And there, if these diseases are so many. There's a cure for hepatitis C now. There is medication so efficient now for HIV that it's not even detectable. You can't even, it's not even transmittable. Okay, um, hepatitis A and B, those go away on their own, honestly. It's very rare. Um, HPV, that's something that can go away on its own. Um, yep. There's treatment for it. But just use condoms and get tested regularly. Just like my personal belief, um, keep fucking, of course, but get tested regularly, use condoms, and communicate with your partner. You can be poly, you can be monogamous, whatever. I feel the safest way is to be monogamous. That's what I practice. And just regular testing, economies. And usually you, to go get tested, you go to wherever you get your medication or is, I guess there's a few options, but. 
I'm going to like a CVS next time I go. Yeah. Is that what? the best one or is there, doesn't matter? Well, for men, I honestly don't know how men do it because, I mean, I have it so easy. I have a gynecologist that's amazing. Right, right. And she's been there for me through so that's much. That's true. And it's just, I think it's easier for women because we have gynecologists. We don't have that, correct. Men don't have a man gynecologist. Not, no, not to my you knowledge. You think men should? Get your dick checked out? Don't you? Don't you? At some point, go, like, isn't there? I mean, at some point, have age, you? Uh, not like well, not a specialist. Yeah, no. A prostate is different, though. Right. That's inside of you. Right. But that's not like a like. Right. I get checked. I've been checked since I was like sixteen. Right. Right. No, I haven't had anything like that. No. So I mean, easy ways for men to get tested: going to the hospital, going to a CVS, other places you've been tested in the past, Planned Parenthood. Mm. Best place. I was at college. I think I got tested once just at the college campus. They college were, campuses yeah. do it. That's true. Okay, let's make it a fun, light note, okay? All right. So when you finger a girl, don't jackhammer style it, okay? Because I know a lot of guys come in gun position of their hand, and they just go in like crazy like it's a jackhammer. Girls don't like that. I don't like Stop using my fingers, period. What do you use that? It, like in? I'd rather just use my dick. Well, I mean, a finger when you're fingering a girl. I know, but it's not... I when you're know. fingering a girl. But I feel like I haven't done that in a long time. Like, I just go right in, I guess, with the... No foreplay? Maybe I'm getting older. You don't do any foreplay? No, you, you can do that, but you said you? fingering specifically. Just the well, finger. Like you said, the, the guys with the fingers aren't the yeah. greatest. Like, they don't take care of their nails and all that shit, you know? Yeah, it's important, guys. Cut Janky your nails. nails. <laughs> Cut your nails. Wash your hands. You girls, too, as well. You know, it's like you don't know if your guy likes something up his butt. Right. Make sure your nails are clean and wash your hands. You know, it is kind of hard, especially if you get long nails. Because when I let my nails grow out, I cut them right now. I don't, I don't do manicures or pedicures mm-hmm. anymore <clears throat> um, because of just the time. But before in the past i would always grow my nails out i've never i've used to wear acrylic nails when i was younger when i was 18 but now my nails grow out really nicely when mm-hmm. i just let them grow just healthy um, looking thank you you're welcome <laughs> but when i let them grow naturally they're manicured they're super cute and this one guy that i was seeing a couple years ago he wanted me to finger his ass and i was like okay i can try but no i have mm. my nails are natural and they're a little bit long and he didn't like that because you know it's uncomfortable. Right. With I'm a try- naily fingernail. <laughs> yeah. A long fingernail. <laughs> oh, but, no, 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 no. Yeah, and plus he was a little bitch anyways. But um, just have lube. Just make sure yeah. you get lube. The girl, Nothing worse than like girl, dry, sandy feeling or whatever. I know. A girl is naturally wet if she's turned on. Right. So Call Her Daddy says every time a girl gets fingered, do it slowly, Okay. Take one finger down, rub in her vaginal area, bring that wetness up to her clit. Focus on the clit slowly, softly, like one finger at a time, maybe two, but softly. Like, don't go crazy. And, and I realize like a lot of guys not, go crazy, They're like jackhammering. I, I think <laughs> you have to realize it's not about, and I, I would think guys know this, but it's not about them in the moment. Like, it's obviously yeah, a not lot of about guys them. Don't know that. But a the, lot of guys don't know. No, that. I, I, yeah. I know. Um, but like, yeah, don't do like the da, 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 like the ninja, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, guys, go down one finger, put it down the pussy, 
the Get middle. A I, I usually yeah. like the middle. The middle, yeah. Right down the middle. Bring it up to the clit, spread the lips. Maybe take your index finger and your ring finger, spread your lips. Spread, not your lips, but the girl's lips down there. Play with your clit with your middle finger. Simple. It's really easy. Get that finger dexterity. I, I think I'd You're rather. Old enough to do it. Uh, and and I'm, I'm being honest too. Like, I, I would rather use other things than my fingers. Like, a toy. If you want me to put a toy in there, that's. Yeah. Just makes more sense. Like, Mix something. Mix it up. Do a circular motion. Well, that, yes. And girls, too. It's like mix it up when you're giving a blowjob. Don't just do, just go up and down the whole time. How would you feel if a girl just went up and down the whole time? Mm, bored. <laughs> you're like, um, what's going on? <laughs> um, Sometimes, and it's interesting that you bring up blowjobs, too. So, like, someone for me who has, like, intimacy issues, I... Like, I'm not, like, the biggest fan of them, to be honest with you. Like, blow jumps? Because it's not really, like... It's almost like someone's working and you're just sitting there relaxing. And I know a lot of guys love that, but I I am an, I am like sharing. Like, I like being in the... Do you like going down on a girl? Yes. So, why can't you see it as that way for yourself? Hmm. I guess I'm us- using the frame of reference of the last one where... The last person I was with, that's all she wanted to do, and I think that was, was like. Give you a blowjob. And I think that was, was like. like from the but I think she was treated. Yes, I think she was treated poorly by someone before that like made her do it, and it yeah. it felt like degrading almost. Like she want like all she wanted to do was like blow me. I was like, what is this? Who fucked you up? <laughs> like, <laughs> poor girl. But maybe I hope that maybe she... she just literally likes it. I don't know. But I like giving blowjobs. I got the impression that like she was told like to do this, and you know. It's almost, like, too subservient. Like I said, the opposites attract thing. Like, I like when when a girl will play harder to get with me and not totally, like, give me everything I want right away. Yeah, I hear that. That's pretty good. Yeah, so holding back. Holding back definitely has power, especially if someone is really interested. If they're truly interested in you, they they will go crazy for you because when you're holding shit back. Let it simmer, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be like, God damn, shit, yeah. And then, bam, it's like when it eventually happens, it's like <clears throat> amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on to questions. So they always do questions. Questions? They always say questions. Is like this your French. segment, questions? Okay. Well, no, it's called her daddy's question. Okay. They say it in a French way. Okay. Because okay. it's fun. So, I'm having a good time on the show, by the way. Thank you. Of course. For inviting me. <laughs> of course. Okay, so sending nudes, call her daddy. They want some advice to send nudes, especially of a pussy. So they're saying, call her daddy says... If you're sending a nude of your pussy or your asshole, just send a video. Send instead of? Instead of sending pictures. A girl is asking for advice how to send okay. like oh, angles, okay. angles for sending yeah. dirty pictures. Oh, okay. Let me think of what I like. Hmm. So you're saying what? think of some creative angles instead of? Well, the girl oh. is asking for it, but call her daddy says just send the video. Oh, I see. Just send a video playing with yourself. I like when a girl um, will slowly take something off. Like, not, like, be, like, naked right away. Like, maybe, like, have something on. And, like, I'm a sensual guy, so Mm -hmm. I like a little bit of teasing. Yeah. Rather than just the whole thing right... The whole enchilada right in your face right away. (laughs) (laughs) So, like... So, like, if you... Yeah, don't start... Don't start, like, super... Yeah, like get to it. I don't. I wouldn't yeah, say like, like go boom right into it. I feel this time that we're in, we're so we have so much sex in our face, and so many people get that, and they don't see the 
like not only authenticity but mm-hmm. preciousness of that moment of like seduction mm-hmm. you know and people don't get seduced enough people don't allow the seduction to happen don't allow that time between getting it people want an instant dopamine hit now and it's like that buildup of dopamine before you get something is so much more pleasurable mm. you know that's why it's good to get to know someone and then slowly fuck them hell yeah over time but not instantly but like over time you just give them a little bit little bit little bit yeah i'm all into like uh the mind stuff with being a big part of it i'm not like a mindless guy with when it comes to love making i need to be in into it with the everything going in in yeah. that direction like the ideal thing for me would be like i like like formality things like that turn into not formal like mm. a therapist like i've had a <laughs> this is a <laughs> it sounds like a dirty story so Let's my <clears throat> my therapist okay I, I had to get a therapist after i got out of my relationship and I picked. You had to, or you wanted to. I wanted a therapist. That's good that you I wa- wanted but to. I picked it, like but I picked an attractive it. female therapist. <laughs> um. So you could seduce her. No, like you know, like the Sopranos thing, kind yeah. of like yes, like yes, you I want do. like to talk to like someone who's like, it's almost like I wanted to have someone paid that's very attractive and like I have a. Sorry, I don't want to go on too much of a tangent, but. Yeah, with my own personal issues, like I prefer to spill my stuff to a woman. Yeah. Even though I know that there's a little bit of maybe like sexual tension on my part, and there shouldn't be. It's up, you ever see the movie The Departed where, yeah. like, yeah, and he she his... she sees him so beaten and he needs that. And it's almost like that thing. Yeah. That kind of like forbidden fruit that i was talking about earlier Mm -hmm. like you should not fuck your therapist but she's hot did you fuck your therapist no i did not (laughs) did you want to i wanted to badly i still do (laughs) what if she texts you like i quit my job hipaa violation is way over she's like very she's very like a oh shit imagine this gets back to her fuck no it's how is this gonna get back i have no idea who who knows who knows but no no anyways anyways i wanted to rail my therapist like and i realized that that's not the reason to go to therapy, but, <laughs> but <Okay>. like, <laughs> yeah. No judgment on my end at all. I think that's awesome. But it's almost like um. I want to fuck a lot. Of I, I'm the forbidden <laughs> fruit guy. Like the, the fact that we're not supposed to do it is like, makes it hot. Like the. Um, that makes it more. And enticing. she and she had like a, it's like the intelligence thing. Like when someone's like talking to you about like brainy stuff it just makes me crazy like when um and she like and like you tell and like when you tell her like flat out like yes i am a sex addict and she knows that's like almost like yes she knows like so she knows that you're thinking about of course <laughs> but, she, but we, we haven't said it out loud but she it's obviously it's like that tension that unspoken right, thing right, that's right, happening right, right, like, right, right. she probably goes home and masturbates to that you think probably she's hot probably dresses sexy and is this the sex therapist Helps people it was, it was a drink, sex. It was a, it was a drinking therapist. Okay. But so she like also knew about, that you were, you had yeah. sex addiction. Yes. But I've never told As her. As most people do with alcohol or drugs. But I've never stuff. told her flat out that I have a thing for her. Yeah, but, yeah. But she knows I like booked like a serious amount of appointments last year. And I <laughs> pulled it back like a lot this year. Um, do you still see her? No, like, 
she gave me the thing, like, when I relapsed from drinking, like, I haven't, um, which was, like, 48 days ago or something, mm-hmm. but I haven't spoke, I spoke to her earlier this year, but not since then. Kind of, like, we parted ways for, she didn't cut me off, but I don't have anything right now to, um, go to her with, because I wasn't making progress, and I was kind of, and, like, she was telling me, like, yeah, you're not really doing, you're really not coming, and that was, like, where I was, like, oh, yeah, I'm probably just coming here because I like talking to a hot girl and spilling my guts to a pretty lady, you know? <laughs> That's beautiful. Okay, so a girl told, call her daddy, mm-hmm. that she got an address, sure, she was in a dress in heels, mm-hmm. stood in front of a mirror, bent down, and took, uh, spread her pussy lips. She was wore, wasn't wearing underwear, mm-hmm. and she said that to a guy. Mm-hmm. Would you like that? The heels and that bent would be over, hot. yes. That'd be a hot picture. I I like yes. I I love heels, and anything where like an legs bent over, yes, for me. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, question two. Okay, mm-hmm. this girl she says, should she fuck this guy who said that he wants to fuck her with the dildo, but then he wants to get a double sided dildo, put it in his ass and her ass, and they fuck each other at the same time. She wants to know should she do it, and call her daddy says. Don't knock it till you try it. You know, be comfortable with yourself. Think about, like, your values. Think about what you really like. I mean, explore yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, would, I think the I think people say no, okay. no kink shaming, right? No yeah. kink shaming. So. Yeah. I think I would try that if someone... But no one's ever presented that to me. But right. I would be, like, open to that. I don't um, see... Uh, and I'm being real. Like, I don't have any problem with that. It's reverse human centipede. Right. <laughs> but a healthy way. No one's I've never tortured. seen that movie. I've don't heard about it. it. Don't watch it. It's no. horrible. I, I watched it when I was 20 or 21 years old, and I was like, for Sick. months, I was like, I can't stop thinking about it. I was I like, terrorized, but now I'm a lot stronger. So. Good. Okay, so this girl, this woman, she had a very smelly vagina all of a sudden. Oh. And she went to the doctor, and the doctor was like gagging. It was such a horrible smell. And they found that she had a sock in her vagina. And she actually hooked up with a guy several weeks before. And he stuffed a basketball sock in her pussy. Oh, my God. And I God. think that she was so fucked up she didn't even know. But it's like, how could you not know after time? You would feel something inside you. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So they took it out. And Jesus on top Christ. of it all, she was pregnant. With the sock. <laughs> not with the sock, with a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I, Lord. I feel like these questions sometimes are not always questions. But they're just stories. So, what? <laughs> where does that go? Yeah, what's the point? That one? Um, what should I do? Get an abortion? Yes, you oh. should fucking murder. No, no. Take, take that back. I'm not, you shouldn't murder anyone. But that's, that's really fucked up. So, I'm think, we're thinking that this guy was so fucked up that he put on a sock to fuck her with. Oh. And it just came off. And it fell in there, right? Well, it just came off. I mean, how could a sock stay on? That's crazy. That is a very difficult story. So, is she story. cured? Did we have a follow-up on that? Is she no, okay now? I hope she's okay. But okay. fuck, man. I don't know why you would... Like house, I don't know how women not feel stuff. Mm. There's things that happen, like a sock in your vagina. Like you don't stick anything up there. You wouldn't. Yeah, I mean I, that's just so much pressure and so much like compaction up there. Right. Okay, moving on. Okay, so this girl, she's getting fucked by her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and she turned around and she saw that her grandma walked in, oh. and she was like hitting her boyfriend to stop, and he thought that she liked it, so he started. This is a harder. sensitive subject. He started fucking her harder, and he, like, after he came, he turned around and saw that her grandma was there. I don't know why the grandma stayed there. Why wouldn't the grandma just leave? But, yeah, this is another story. So Why is this a sensitive subject for you? 
So, oh, this is so fucked up. All right, here we go. So, like, when you're a guy and your grandparents pass away and you think... You're, you, you know how everyone tells you, like, oh, your grandparents are watching after you and everything? And you but think like, about that they're watching you fuck. Or... <laughs> Jerk off. Yes. So you, <laughs> so you feel terrible and you are laying in bed and you pull the blanket over yourself even though there's no one... You think there's, like, a... you know a spirit watching you (laughs) so but that's the thing like i i can't sometimes if i lay there i'm like oh shit cover grandma grandpa i'm sorry yes yes i don't think they'll judge you they're human they were human. no i know but i think about that stuff and i i know i'm not the only one who thinks about that um (laughs) i don't but i sometimes think about that like what if my parents they're gonna see me do what i on a separate (laughs) on a separate and real subject though my grandma's 96 and she's still alive she's still alive awesome and she but she's starting to babble about that subject about fucking yeah like what did she say can you please elaborate i don't want i don't i don't i don't please know. elaborate <clears throat> no but she she elaborate. just she says little feisty comments like we have a family reunion and all the young people are around and she's like ah, you know I, I don't know an exact quote but she says you know she, no but she's still aware that she has feelings i guess that's what she she so she likes to masturbate i have no idea about that that i will not go her. i will never i don't know about next that. time i see my grandma she, by the way both my grandmas are still alive one of them's 91 and the other one's 93 oh yeah i don't care if she would There's, i just would yeah. be shocked to hear that but i'm gonna ask the next time i see my grandma i'm gonna ask her the next the last time that she fucked whoa and if her and my grandpa fucked a lot because they had nine kids, or they had seven kids. I feel like mine <laughs> did. Well, yeah. How many kids did they have? Three. Oh. Not no, but yeah, no. From she told me like how it is, and yeah. Okay. Question number five: Would you, you fuck with a ski mask? Well, uh, I guess if they asked me. If you me. both had a ski mask on. I, like I wouldn't get off on that for any reason. It doesn't do anything for me, but. <laughs> They're saying call her daddy and call her daddy and chill. That's how you can make your date next date that you guys have set up. Just say let's make it a call her daddy and chill. So you listen to it, okay, and then you see where it goes from there. Okay, yeah. So that was all for the episode. Thanks for being on my. You're my welcome. Guests. Appreciate I, it. I had a great time chatting with you, and yeah. I will definitely, if the listeners like me, I'll maybe come back for another. We'll see. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we'll see about it, but. Thanks for coming on. I loved having you. And we will talk more about future plans, okay? It's a deal. Thank you, Jess. Night.